Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. Today we have Kyle Marshall. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. I'm going to have a fun time, I think. I think you are, too. I hope you will, anyway. So. Lena, co-host, you're still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on. So, before we get into it, the Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. And this week's podcast shout-out is going to all of Kyle's awesome podcasts. But more importantly, I want to talk about Kyle and Dave versus the Machine. It's Kyle's new podcast. It's super awesome. Him and Dave Egon watch films in order that prevent the apocalypse. You know, it's a really cool concept. I like it. He's watching all the movies from a certain year, so I can't wait to see what else this machine makes Kyle and Dave watch next. It keeps me excited every week, so I hope you enjoy it as well. And make sure you check out Kyle's other podcasts, and he's going to talk a little bit more about them later on in the show. Kyle, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and the plethora of podcasts that you do, and mm -hmm. I, I think they're pretty awesome, so. Yeah, it's a, oh man, yeah, so shrap in everyone for like a <laughs> five minute description here. I'll try to make this brief. I, my name is Kyle, I run something called Media Lab YYC, uh, that does a bunch of things, but essentially it helps businesses here in the city create their own podcasts and online videos, that's the primary thing they do with my business. But then, of course, I also have my creative side. So I like to create my own things. Uh, I know you just mentioned the Alberta Podcast Network and all the great shows that are on the network itself. I happen to have a few of those shows that are on the <laughs> network. I'm going to mention three of them. So one of them is Creative Block, which is an interview show where I get to interview artists and creative entrepreneurs here in the city. Uh, and that's kind of an extension of my media lab business. The second one is very niche. There very well could be crossover from the people that are listening to this, but I can understand if there isn't. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Broadway, and, and very specifically, a composer by the name of Stephen Sondheim. So I'm actually going through his entire body of work, show by show and song by song. Uh, so currently, even probably when this is released, we are still in our season on Company. So if you know what that show is, come and listen to it, because we're having a good time <laughs> talking about that show. Uh, and then the latest one that just released, uh, my friend Dave Yun and I decided to create this show called Kyle and Dave versus the Machine. And here's the pitch for that. So in the fiction <laughs> of the podcast, I have created a robot that has become sentient and is forcing us <laughs> to watch certain films. And in this first season, we're focusing on the year 1999. So the robot is forcing us to watch uh, each week. We're going back into 1999, and each week we're going and picking a new movie that came out uh, that weekend, okay. basically. So we're going basically 21 years in the past, what came out on January 15th, and then the 22nd, et cetera, et cetera, nice. sort of thing. So you would have had episodes already on, like, Varsity Blues, She's All That, <laughs> uh, Office Space would have Ooh. been talked about already, yeah. and upcoming will be things like The Matrix and um, The Sixth Sense and a whole bunch of other cool movies that came out yeah. in 1999. It's a pretty big year for, for movies. Yeah. Yeah. So 
that's me in a nutshell. That's the stuff that I do, and <laughs> the stuff you can listen to if you want. Yeah, Office Space was such a good movie. Oh, I enjoyed great. that. Yeah. So, and, and that's the cool thing about doing that podcast. One of the reasons we wanted to do it was do something that was a little bit different than the normal movie podcast, which was like reviewing just like the newest, latest one that was coming out into theaters. I like having this bit of space and like, does this still hold up? Is it still good? Yeah. Uh, An Office Space was the one that we agreed was like, yes, you can see. Uh, that this is like a first-time filmmaker and stuff, but man, it's still funny, and I think it still yeah. holds up really well. Yeah, it, I I believe it does. I tried to watch The Matrix a couple weeks mm. ago, so yeah, yeah. Um, also came out in nineteen ninety. Yeah, and I know you just mentioned it, so I'm kind of looking forward to hearing your perspectives on that, especially on how it holds up and sure, yeah, yeah, how the fun. especially the technology where they're using nineteen ninety nine stuff. Yes. Versus now, and it's supposed to be in the future. And oh, I know. So it's, it's so funny going back into movies of like the years two thousand five. Like that's not what two thousand five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, sort of go along with movie. Mm-hmm. Popcorn yeah. goes well it with does. movies. It's a synonymous with movies. <laughs> yeah. So we have a plethora of popcorn. I know. Pandora? I see this. What is this? Like eight bags in front of me here? Three, two, don't seven. count. Don't yeah. count. We try not to count. <laughs> I mean, it's what is it after seven? It's calories don't count. After yeah. Seven. yeah. Yeah. It's not sugar. So yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, all grain. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not sugar in the caramel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you have a little bit of background popcorn history for us? Oh, there's a lot of history on popcorn, so I kind of pared it down. You can even go into a lot of history in movies and popcorns, but I kind of tried to pare it down. Um, So it's been around since ancient times when it was stirred into sand that was heated in a fire to pop. Oh, interesting. Um, It eventually became easier with G.H. Creter inventing the first automated popcorn machine in 1885. Oh, cool. So we actually have... G.H. Creators is still around, and they make the um, Chicago mix. Okay. But cool. there's a whole bunch of controversy about Chicago mix. <laughs> so, well, yeah, okay, because I only heard about Chicago mix a few years ago. I was not yeah. aware of this whole idea of mixing caramel and cheese popcorn together. Yeah, well, a Minnesota company actually called Candyland Inc. patented the name in 1992. Oh. Although Garrett's popcorn shops in Chicago said that in 1949 people would mix both the cheese and caramel, and they called it the Chicago mix. But now they have to call it the Garrett mix. But I guess there's, <laughs> I guess <laughs> sometimes they go into the store and say Chicago mix. Um. Also, I don't know why this bag of GH Creter says Chicago mix because their website calls it cheese and caramel mix. <laughs> Hmm. I, want, I wonder thing. if it's different yeah. because we get it in Canada. Yeah, and there's often lawsuits and back mm. and forth. So let's give it a go. I mean, we we had Garrett's when we were in Chicago, and it yeah, blew our good. mind. It's the first time we heard about that. What was that? Two thousand eight, something like yeah, that. So they, were, they wouldn't take my Canadian nickel either. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so we're going because it's basically worthless. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna try it. Oh, hey, awesome. Now, are you supposed to, you, you always receive, like, the, at the same time, right? The caramel and the cheese. Yeah, you can have one and the other and then both. That's what I'm planning, just so I can compare. I'm going to tell know. the audience right now, I'm going to try them both at the same time. So, yeah. See how I like it. And uh, that's the type of eater I am, and I think the podcast listeners know that by now, that I just try it all at the same time. <laughs> Not much of a muncher. I don't want your grubby hands on my popcorn. <laughs> 
get Buster to lick them off afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and then reach in the next bag. Yeah, so I'm a big fan of the Chicago mix, mm-hmm. even though I don't really like caramel corn. Oh, okay. So you're not but a big fan of the caramel by itself. Yeah. I guess, yeah, it would not never be my first pick, probably, to go with caramel. Mostly because, weirdly, like, I like sweet things, yeah. but I tend towards salty snacks more than yeah. sweet snacks. I even remember in university, this is such a Canadian thing, but it'd be like, <laughs> you know, minus 20, uh, minus 25 degrees Celsius or something, <laughs> and we'd walk to the, uh, like, 7-Eleven and get, like, a Slurpee or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so I wouldn't. I would always get, like, the salty, like, oh, the, okay. the popcorn yeah. or the chips or something like that. That was yeah. what I needed, not, like, a big uh, bucket of sugar or something like that. But I think it works well. Yeah. It's kind of like the... um sweet and sour kind of idea yeah. right yeah, you're yeah. using two things that kind of actually do mix together yep. yeah yeah and i agree with you um the first time i had it i thought you were crazy when we first <laughs> talked about chicago style mix when we were in chicago yeah and that's the first time i had it and it blew me away that day and it still is one of my favorites to this day yeah when i eat popcorn like if we just have regular popcorn i don't have too much of it but i could go through a whole bunch of this right, pretty right, right. darn mm-hmm. easily and yeah. i like to mix together i yeah, I think that combination. You're right, Kyle. When you have them both together, you get the uh, sort of cheesiness, um, saltiness from the cheese, and then you get the sweetness from the caramel. So they both run together pretty well and play off each other pretty well. Now, yeah. So were you were in Chicago when you had these the first time? Yeah, we were doing yeah. like a hop on, hop off mm-hmm. bus tour. So was it like hot off? the oven that's not how they make it but you know with it like fresh fresh stuff yeah yeah it yeah. seemed like it because they were making it in behind from oh, what cool. i remember i may be yeah wrong. i can't but remember. then they had like big bins of it where they were just like yeah making the mix right there into a bag so so we talked about the automated popcorn maker now in 1946 dr percy spencer was working with a magnetron and noticed that his chocolate bar in his pocket melted I believe it would melt anyway because that happened to me in grade one with my chocolate bar <laughs> in my pocket. But anyway, he noticed yeah. it melted. And then he started experimenting with other foods, including popcorn. And hence the microwave was kind of... Oh, interesting. Okay, and so like the invention of the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a wild thing. It's like, yeah, I yeah. have this uh, like snowball on my hand and it melted. Yeah. It must be the magnetron yeah. that causes that. <laughs> but then he experimented. But yeah. but, and they even... In early days to sell the microwave, they would say, "Oh, it's so easy to make popcorn at home." Yeah, and yeah. yeah. So, so this I don't know. Food. Like, I, do you remember like early microwave? I don't know. I call them early <laughs> microwaves. When I was when our microwave growing up in like this would have been like late eighties, early nineties for me. When my we normally would have the air popper and make popcorn yeah, that yeah. way, yeah. but we would occasionally get the microwave popcorn. I don't think we ever had it not burn on us <laughs> in, in that <laughs> microwave that I had growing up. I don't remember because we had the popper. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we had Jiffy Pop, which mm. was before microwave popcorn. But that's have, have any of you or either of you had popcorn done like over a campfire before? Only Jiffy Pop over yeah. a yeah, campfire. Yeah. But. That's like my favorite. I don't, I don't know what it is that makes it taste so good, but it tastes it's, so good. Yeah, it's the campfire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have Orville Redenbacher. Now, mm-hmm. we, we bought that as popcorn. That's the uh, microwave popcorn. But in 1965, he created a corn hybrid that was conducive to popping, and he sold it with his business partner, Charles Bowman, under the the title Red Bow. So then he realized they realized that they needed something more personal. So in 1970, they started calling it Orwell Redenbacher, and he started in their commercials. And people didn't believe he was real because he actually, that's how he was. He dressed like that. And so he started doing talk shows. <laughs> that's funny. And then he kind of became a star. We have just plain 
buttered Orville Redenbacher to cut the taste, I suppose, the sugar, you know, any sort of, uh, yeah. One thing that I thought was interesting, I I haven't made microwave popcorn in years, but you say the microwave was invented in part because of popcorn, and the microwave now has a popcorn button, Mm -hmm. but this said, do not use the popcorn button Mm -hmm. when making popcorn with the I know, so, it's so weird, huh? Yeah. yeah. So this is just buttered flavor. Yep. They have a ton of different flavors of microwave popcorn. Lightly salted, sea salted. <laughs> Lightly buttered. Half, half and half. Yeah, yeah. that's great. <laughs> Regular salted. That's right. It's just but, salted. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there was a couple other kinds. There might have been a jalapeno one, maybe. Seeing other flavors except for yeah. like butter. I mean, it's hard to screw up, really. At at the end of the day, like all you need is a little bit of butter, a little bit of salt. Yeah. Like <laughs> you don't have to reinvent <laughs> the wheel here. I don't. I disagree because my favorite popcorn is olive oil and some nutritional yeast is my favorite oh. way to have it, which is a little healthier, but I prefer it. <laughs> but that was good. It's what I expect from popcorn. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's much of a difference for me of microwave popcorn versus stovetop or. Um, pop, um, movie theater popcorn. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, I don't eat a ton of it, but yeah, it's I know it's popcorn. It's, it's, it's great. It, it's my my theory of like I always see the um that gourmet like when people <laughs> say it's gourmet. Yeah. It's like this is just an excuse for you to charge me five dollars more. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. How I, how I always <laughs> feel about those types of things. But like popcorn, like it takes a lot to screw it up. I find. I think it really does depend on what you're putting on top of it. Yeah. Yep. Right. If you put bad stuff on top of it, like the quote unquote butter in like a lot of like Cineplex and like yeah. the big chains, yeah. which isn't really butter at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe have an off taste, but just put some regular butter or regular salt on it. I want to try this yeast stuff that you just t- told me about or an olive oil. I'm yeah. sure that would be good. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Um, so if you're going to the movies, do you put like M&Ms or anything on your popcorn? No, or? I've never done that. I, I see that all the time. And I, I just have never. I just. The popcorn by itself is fine. See, when I was growing up, we watched a lot of movies. My family, that was our big thing. We'd usually watch a movie every Friday night together as a family. And what we would do is make it in the air popper. We'd melt the butter, pour it on top, put a little salt. Everyone had their little bowls that we could take it out of, like the bigger bowl that my mom had made for us. So I don't know. That's just all that I I need. Now, my mother would really butter popcorn. Like It was like... (laughs) extra extra butter probably put onto it which is like super not healthy for you but as a kid i didn't care it tasted good. <laughs> yeah you're still alive it's yeah. all good <laughs> i imagine my mother probably put on merger yeah so, i think we right. did my mom too i am um, they actually sell more yellow popcorn than white popcorn because it looks buttery already oh uh-huh. but it has like but it yellow doesn't corn. actually have no 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 just like yeah. the, the corn itself is yellow <laughs> that brings us to we have it's PC brand, but Sweet Heat, which is kettle corn with heat. Um, and kettle corn was mentioned in Dutch settlers' diaries as far back as 1776. It is corn cooked in oil, sugar, and salt, and a cast iron kettle or Dutch oven. Huh. Oh, so, thank, thank you for telling me that, because I've actually never known me. what makes kettle yeah. corn different than just regular popcorn. Yeah, I yeah, was wondering that's, that, too. Yeah, that's, there's a little bit of sugar in the way they cook it. Ah, so okay. we have, yeah, I... But this is just a little different because it's sweet heat, so there will be mm-hmm. spice. And I like spice, so. Are you a fan of spice? I can handle spice, yes. Okay, I mean, good. I don't think it's ghost pepper spice. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume. The one popcorn challenge? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I'm wrong. I think it's kind of like the Chicago mix, and one yeah. is spicy and one is caramel Yeah, that's corn. exactly what it is. So yeah. it's basically caramel plus yeah. the uh, 
And it is yeah, it's it's kind of jalapeno y, yeah. Honestly, I don't mind that, to be honest. Depends on how much you like heat, I guess. I really like it because the, the heated ones almost taste like hot sauce. There's even a little mm-hmm. bit of acidity to like it. Like sriracha yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. And it still has a little sweetness to it as well in the in the spicy one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then once you add the caramel in there, yeah. it really makes it. Again, maybe caramel popcorn is the blender of all popcorns. Like, it's just the universal peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, in, it's the international bonding agent. It yeah. brings everything <laughs> together. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a buffalo wings flavor. Mm. So I thought it yeah. was kettle corn, so I was wrong. So we just went, that's real for nothing. But that's okay. <laughs> that's <right. laughs> we still learned something. Yeah, we, we all learned something here today. <laughs> yeah, so then in 1985, smart food was developed by the people who later produced, now produce Annie's homegrown products. Mm-hmm. You know, the organic mac and oh, cheese, okay, they have those yeah. little bunny snacks. Yeah. They wanted cheesy popcorn that didn't contain cheese that glows in the dark. That Wait, what? Sound healthy. Well, like, where did that start from? I was like, <laughs> we need popcorn that glows in the dark, well, I and guess, we need it now. Like, look at the Chicago mix. That cheddar popcorn was pretty orange. So yeah, yeah. I also like the idea of being something like I want chocolate, but not chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't want it to glow in the yeah. dark. So we will try their what is it? The aged black. Pit. Asiago. All I saw was AGO. Here's the thing. I saw this when you brought it over here. Uh, I was so happy because this is kind of like my treat for myself. This is the ones I like to have the most. I'm pretending I've never had it, but you know what? I've had it. It's one of my favorites. (laughs) So I've never had this then. So I'm the noob on the uh, Asiago black pepper. I think you definitely like the black pepper stands out a little bit Mm. more. It does. I'm not sure. I think for me the cheese does. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's just just looking at the cheese. Some of them are more peppery than others, so I think you're both right. I'm not going to call yeah. either of you liars. Now, what what would happen if we just like poured all of these together in one big bowl and kind of mixed them up, like swamp water? But yeah, I mean, yeah. we're not going to add water. Well, we can we try that at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might be good. So when I saw this next one, sour cream and onion, mm. I was thinking chips. Because yeah. I like sour cream yeah. and yeah. chips. Yeah, That's one great. of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Not many people would say that they like them, though. I feel like it's like everyone's last one that they pick. But I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, it's all dressed in sour cream and onion. Yeah. It's like 1A and 1B. Mm-hmm. I think he might buy it because I will for sure finish any sort of chip. But sour cream and onion, I might have one or two. Oh, and I gotcha. think he's just been conditioned <laughs> to go for the kind I don't like, which is fair. But That's... then I just get ketchup all the time. Yeah, but oh, uh, like I don't think you might be aware that you do it. Like you're kind of it's a passive aggressive way to be. Like here's some chips you don't hate, but <laughs> no. One of the reasons I get sour cream and onions because they're rippled, and I love rippled chips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's not true. rippled, it's just not as good. I like <laughs> it's not rippled. Get out of my face. Yeah, <laughs> it's you're wasting my time. It's rippled for my pleasure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it has like little flavor waves. Inside, yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> They're the speed bumps on the way to Flavor Town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's a good thing to slow down. Yeah. I didn't um, read if this popcorn is rippled or not. <laughs> but let's give it a go. All right. Let's get into this one. This is from Smart Food, too. Yeah. 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 Now owned by Lay's. Oh. oh, is it really? Yeah. They sold it in 1989 or something. It's depressing to see, like, it's basically six companies that own every food product yeah. that you can buy. So Hershey's Lay's is owned by Pepsi. Yeah. Nestle owns everything. It's really sweet. I found it kind of sweet. I guess there sour is a sweet cream. And, yeah. The first one I had was good, and then I had more, and I did not like it at all. I could say it's like the chips. I had a couple. I'm good. 
Yeah, this definitely would not be my first go around, which is too bad because, like I said, I like sour cream and onion chips. Yeah, dude. so I would have thought that I would have liked these a lot, but I don't know. I would definitely go with that Asiago and yeah. black pepper over those ones. Yeah, me too. I, I like the Asiago. Uh, Asiago. <laughs> well, and yeah, so. I can't even pronounce yeah. it. <laughs> the reason we have two is because his eyes lit up when he saw sour cream and onion, uh, but I really wanted the Asiago sure. black pepper. I'm like, let's get both. <laughs> and I didn't let on that I had had the other kind of <laughs> Now, speaking of glow-in-the-dark cheese, just for fun, we bought no-name brand, and it's just cheddar cheese flavor. Oh. Oh, actually, it's not as glow-in-the-dark as I we have a black light? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't. I was going to buy one, but I blew my budget on buying popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> For me, that's not very cheesy. No. I can barely taste any cheese on me, even though I can see like there's orange uh, powder on them. Yeah, It's really disappointing. Yeah. It has so much sodium. <laughs> it's this it should at wrong? least have flavor. Yeah. The GH Preston ones had more cheese on them. Yeah. yeah. Way, actually, way less sodium. Well, there you go. Like, even, yeah. Like, they were just, looks like they were just sprinkled with leftover packets of Kraft Dinner cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And not Not enough. Kraft Dinner. No name brand. No name brand. <laughs> and just. No name Kraft Dinner yeah. is what it would be. Yeah. And yeah, it just did not stick on. Yeah, that's a bit disappointing. Yeah. And now. We're going to kind of do the opposite of those, and we have Lesser Evil, which okay. is, it was formed in 2004 to sell better-for-you snack food and eventually changed to sell healthy snack food. The Chia Crisps were on Dr. Oz. This is my favorite. They, <laughs> they won Gluten-Free Snack of the Year from the Connecticut Specialty Foods Association in 2012. It's a very high honor. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't start making popcorn until around 2013, 2014. Well, They've it took been... them a while to get onto that train. Yeah. And they were featured on, like, Rachel Ray magazine, Shape magazine, Hungry Girl. So it should be healthier, but But we'll are they going to taste better? Yeah. And yeah. that's, I mean, there's a Buddhist monk on the <laughs> front. How could they go wrong? Yeah. It's called, what's the name of it? It's called Avocado-licious because oh. it's made with cold-pressed extra virgin avocado oil and Himalayan salt. I only like hot press. Yeah. And I, I only like, I can already tell I don't like And it. I <laughs> and I only like virgin avocado, yeah. not extra virgin avocado. So I don't know. We'll I mean we'll here. see if And ever like... since the Connecticut Gluten Free Club branched away from <laughs> Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, I know. Gluten Free like, Club. They're basically heretics. Yeah. Yeah. They do kind of look green, Nick. Yeah. You're you're right. There is a bit of a green green tinge. Yeah, I guess. I guess Cold-pressed cold press extra virgin avocado oil would be green. I'm glad we saved the worst two for the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it tastes like uh, like um, nothing on it popcorn. Like It's just plain yeah. popcorn is what it tastes yeah. like to me. I can taste a little bit of avocado, but maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a okay. hint of it in there, but nothing that I could say. Oh, that's avocado, and I'm yeah. really looking forward to it because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like avocado. Like, I, I don't mind avocado. Yeah. But now, what you could what you could do is you could pour that into uh, the sweet pot, mm -hmm. sweet heat. Sweet heat, sweet yeah. sweet and heat. You can pour <laughs> that into the sweetened heat over there, cut it a bit, and then you know if you're a little bit averse to having something yeah. too hot in your mouth, <laughs> get this guy a bowl. He really needs to mix them. <laughs> 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 that's his obsession. <laughs> Yeah, so 
You guys want to mix them up? See what it's... Yeah, I kind of have to now. Well, now that I've said it, yes. Yeah. I don't know. Which, <laughs> two, which two do we want to try mixing together? Well, we'll do a commercial break, and then we'll come back yeah. with, it, with our results. Perfect, <laughs> perfect timing. This episode of The Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you in part by That's Food, a new podcast from CJSR, Edmonton's campus and community radio station. It explores the backstory of food in Edmonton one meal at a time. And here's a taste. What? You never heard of That's Food? You know it's a good podcast, right? That's Food is a new podcast from CGSR, Edmonton's campus and community radio station. Handmade with love by University of Alberta students. Telling the backstory to food in Edmonton, one meal at a time. I come from a big bread family, so like toast on toast on toast, probably with maybe a different item you can toast. There's lots out there that's happening in Edmonton. I mean, we are not a sleepy city like most people think. I mean, we have stuff going on all the time, which is exciting, right? That's so tough. It's hard to pick. Pick just one flavor. But you can always pick birthday cake. But you can always pick you can always pick birthday cake mm-hmm. on your birthday. On your birthday. Yeah. This podcast explores a wide range of topics on food, ranging from interviews with influential food people to a deep dive into classic Edmonton meals. We'll be coming out with seven episodes. But who's this podcast for? People who are interested in stories of Edmonton, or food in Edmonton, or both. Especially broad uni students who go to events for food. Basically every day, bruh. It's every day, bro. You can find us at That's Food on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. And on our website, that'sfood.transistor.fm. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at That's Food CGSR. New episodes drop weekly starting February 10th. But is it food? That's food. Listen to That's Food on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. You can also find it on their website, that'sfood.transistor.fm. And make sure you go check it out because it is another food podcast and they are a great sponsor for the Alberta Podcast Network. I think that works out really nicely, to be honest with you. The, uh, the, the cutting of the avocado with the sweetened heat um, I think makes the avocado taste better. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the Asiago adds anything to the Chicago mix, but I think it adds to the sweet heat mix a little bit more. Oh. So the the sweet heat is like the better mix then is what you're saying. Yeah. Throw that in. I don't think it added to the sweet heat. Sweet heat. I thought it did. I think the sweet sweet and heat was good on its own. I'm going to stick by that. <laughs> like the sweet and heat and black yeah. and pepper. <laughs> this one. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah. four. Or four so, ev- so everybody knows during the commercial break, we've all made our own mixes. I tried the uh, Chicago mix with the Asiago black pepper. Lena has the sweet heat with the Asiago. And Kyle has the avocado and sweet heat. Sweet and heat. Sweet and heat. Sorry. <laughs> it's not easy Sorry. to say. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, um, I like Lena's mix more than my mix. I do like hers. I, I like that. I didn't not like it, but I liked the sweet and heat on it. I mean, yeah, the sweet and heat, you don't need to add yeah. anything to it, really. But but we have a lot of popcorn. I might be mixing some. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have one little weird kind of surprise. We have butter popcorn saltwater taffy. Oh. So I, we saw it and we had to get it. Now, how about if we mix this with the sweet heat? Is that going to work? <laughs> <laughs> you can see if you want. Well, that was gross. <laughs> 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 I 
I did not enjoy yeah. that at all. And I finished the whole thing. Yeah, I, I don't thing. know why. I think I just didn't want to spit it out kind of gross in front of you guys. <laughs> <wet>. but <laughs> I kind of agree with you. Like when I first started chewing, I'm like, what? what is this? Yeah. Like it didn't really taste like popcorn at all to me. Yeah. Just no. a little hint maybe at the very end, but really did not taste like popcorn. Unlike, and I know there's a lot of people who don't like these either, but there's those like popcorn flavored jelly bellies. We almost got have. those. We had to decide. <laughs> um, and I think those do weirdly taste like popcorn. Okay. Um, but again, a lot of people don't like those either. I, th- I thought it tasted like really salty taffy with merger. Yeah, I was going to say mm. really salty margarine. Yep, yeah. Not butter. Yeah. Butter might have. I guess kind of made it more like a butterscotch. I don't think I really like saltwater taffy too much. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I'm not like a huge saltwater taffy person. I'm glad I tried it though, because it was just something different. It said popcorn. It goes with the whole theme. Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't the best thing that I've had. Yeah, it's no Chicago mix. Yeah, but what is really at the end of the day? Well, (laughs) sweet and heat mix is pretty darn good, too. Garrett's mix is pretty good, I would assume. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, uh, every time I go on a failed date from now on, it's like, there's no Chicago mix. (laughs) There's no Chicago mix. (laughs) I'm glad you have a plan. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. For a failed date. (laughs) So... Yeah, um, what was surprising out of all this for everybody? I guess I'll say two surprises for me. Number one, I guess it is no name, the one that we had for the cheddar cheese mix, but I was actually pretty surprised that it really had no cheddar cheese on yeah. it, even yeah. though it's marketed that way, which was which was too bad. And I would have said that the uh, the sweetened heat would good, would have been probably near the bottom of what I was expecting to like the most, and it's yeah. actually near the top for me. Nice. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the sweetened heat is my favorite. I remembered having it a couple of years ago, and I don't remember liking it that much. Seems like you're sneaking a lot of popcorn behind my back. Ooh. I'm sneaking a lot of snacks behind <laughs> your back. I, I, must, I work from home. <laughs> I snack all day. <laughs> no, I guess it's the same surprise for me. I was very surprised at the sweetened heat and how good it was. And and the mix that was in there, I was surprised to see some caramel in there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was really good because I do like the Chicago mix. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, the avocado one, I was expecting a little bit more out of that. Yeah. I was expecting more of an avocado flavor. It was there subtly, subtly but yeah. nothing over. It's almost yeah. like I want to add something to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan of just plain popcorn by itself because it's kind of yeah. a bland food. So it's like I need adding I need something to be added to or a little yeah. bit more avocado. I yeah. don't know what it would be. Yeah. I, I think if I just reach into the drawer and grab some avocado oil and put it on, yeah. is what it would need. Yeah. I, or Colonel's Flavor Shakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next best thing. Yeah. <laughs> also with the Sweet and Heat, I've had that brand, the Chicago Mix, before, and it was really disappointing. Oh, <laughs> so my okay. Yeah, so remember, remembering it wrong, maybe, and having that brand, I, I was surprised so that yeah and my I, I guess i was surprised at the sour cream and onion too oh yeah. especially after eating the first one yeah. by smart food like the asiago pepper because that was really good and then it was a little bit of a letdown on the mm-hmm. sour cream and onion i mean and none of us mentioned just the microwave popcorn oh, so true. i feel like it's we talked about going from the automated machine to the microwave i think it's easier to buy it in a bag and maybe better yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what's your guys' favorite out of all of them? 
sweet and heat. Oh no, it's it's hard. Like I, I think tonight, yes, my favorite was the sweet and heat. If I was in the mood of just snacking on something, I probably would stick with the Asiago and black pepper. Mm, to be okay. honest, I, I'm gonna go with the sweet and heat. That was probably my favorite. Yeah, close second on Chicago mix, but yeah, no, maybe because it was just new and I haven't had it before. Mm-hmm. Like I know other people in my household have had it without me. <laughs> so there's yeah. like twenty bags. <laughs> Surprise! It was just another ploy to get more sweet and heat. <laughs> but yeah, um, this was fun. Yeah, this was great. Yeah. So Kyle, where again? Where can people find you on social media? Your podcasts? I mean, all of my podcasts have like their own social media. But if you wanted to just follow me, this is going to be the easiest. I'm at the Kyle Marshall on kind of all your most common places, Instagram, Twitter, et cetera. Cool. Cool. And again, follow us on themesshallpodcast.com. You can find all of our links there to email, Instagram. Hopefully we'll get some pictures up of popcorn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Facebook and Twitter and all that kind of fun stuff. So, and I don't know about you guys, but I have to get this out. Do, 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 do. It's been in my head all day. (laughs) 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 Again, thanks for coming out, Kyle. This has been fun. Yeah, this was great. Lena, thanks for sticking around for another episode. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm obligated to. It's one of my (laughs) wifely duties. You're chained to the table. (laughs)